The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity in World Religions is a book by longtime Unity minister Paul John Roach that connects the dots between Unity teachings and the tenets of the world's religions. Get your copy today at unity.org slash worldreligions. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Director of Outreach Ministry at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host. Reverend Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. Check us out when you're in the area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time for our live stream. Today's show is a continuation of last week and a part of a seven-week series titled Spiritual Healing, the What and the How. During this, these seven weeks, we're going to cover the principles of spiritual healing as espoused by New Thought. Now, today, we're going to talk a lot about uh, being man being made in the image and likeness of God. And sometimes when I use the term man today, I'm speaking about obviously men and women. I'm using it as a generic term. Last week, we talked about the truth about God, God's will, God's intent, God's essential character. Uh, what is spiritual healing? What are the principles of spiritual healing? What are the fundamentals of spiritual healing? We covered a lot of that last week, so we're not going to duplicate that work. But I do want to remind you, if you have not listened to that show, go back into the archives, go to the Truth Transform page on unity.fm and make sure that you listen to it because it is really important. All of these shows will flow. And when you work with the principles that will be taught during these shows, what you will discover is a systematic study of spiritual healing. So let's get right to it. Today, again, we're talking about uh, the truth about man or the truth about humanity. And there's a quote I want to give you from Frederick Bales. Frederick Bales was a New Thought minister, uh, a science of mind minister who was a contemporary of Ernest Holmes. He wrote, there is a power within you. It can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring peace amid turmoil. It can bring success out of failure, victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. Now think about that. There's a power within you. See, one of the, the, the basic principles of new thought is that the power of God is not outside of you. The power of God is always within, dormant, innate, latent, waiting to be brought forth into expression. Jesus said, according to some translations of the Bible in Luke chapter 17, verse 21, that the kingdom of God is within you or in the midst of you. 
So there's a power within you. There's a power within us, and it will respond to us. Now, but we have to be able to consciously contact that. Now, we're not going to talk about that so much today because um, these shows will be flowing in a way that will allow you to step by step, bit by bit, put all of this stuff together. Now, I would like to read something else. This is from uh, Foundations of Unity. And this is on healing before we get into the image and likeness and what all of that means. It states, while healing usually means to us the curing of a particular disease or ailment, its ultimate meaning has to do with the totality of us as thinking, feeling, and acting beings. The deepest sense of healing is the restoration of wholeness in our mind and heart, inner and outer selves. It goes beyond the curing of particular diseases, although including it, to the establishment of a free flow of life and energy throughout man's being. The evidence for the beginning of true healing is not always first in the body, but but first in the depth of the mind and heart. Included in this is the sense in which a person feels new in himself eternally healed of whatever disease he may encounter and one with the father of life. He is in tune with an absolute sense of being on path of his own growth and unfoldment as a spiritual being. So as we start talking about healing, it's important for us to realize that healing is only the restoration or the, or the, or the realization of what is already true about you at a spiritual level. See, healing is not making something happen. happen. Healing is letting something happen. Healing is the process that we uh, go through that restores us to our original spiritual integrity. What does that mean? We're always perfect, whole, and complete spiritually, but our minds and bodies don't always express the holdings that we are spiritually. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, it states that God said, that again, this is an allegory, that humankind was made in the image and likeness of God. Matter of fact, according to the New Revised Standard Version, it says, then God said, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. I'm not going to read the rest of it. But the key point here is image and likeness and dominion. Now, when you are the image and likeness of something, you're, you have the essential nature or quality or qualities of the thing that you're the image and likeness of. So if God is spirit... Man is spirit. If God is love, man is love. If God is power, man is power. If God is wisdom, man is wisdom. We have to remind ourselves over and over and over again that the truth about God is the truth about man, even if the potential is arrested. In other words, not being expressed. Because what we try to say many times is, well, look at my life. It's in shambles. Things are not right. You know, body hurts. Money's not right. Relationships are crazy. Uh, work situations out of order, et cetera, et cetera. But that has nothing to do with the truth of who you are because we have the potential to express the qualities of God as God's image and likeness. So what I want to do right now is just go through the process of what does it mean to be the image and likeness of God and talk about this principle called man is a threefold being. Because this is important because we really need to get a handle on this principle. Because if we get this, we can go forward and know that there that we express at different levels that we express spiritually, we express mentally, and we express physically. So going back to Foundations of Unity, it was an interesting quote that I wanted to read because I thought it was so good. I wanted to share it with you. And 
hopefully it can bring some insight to you. It states that the three phases of our being are spirit, soul, body. These three function as a unit and consciousness of their oneness must be maintained if we are to express and manifest God as intended. The first phase of our being is spirit and is called by many names. We say that spirit is the image likeness of God. For our scripture tells us, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. The word I am also are also the name. The words I am are also the name of this indwelling spirit. I am is the name of God in us. And as God's children, we inherit this name as our true name. The spirit of man is the divine pattern, spiritual man, the Lord or the law of our being. It goes down. If you go down the page, it states that a word of the New Testament that is dear to Christians is Christ. Metaphysically, this word is used to designate our inner divine nature. Now, what this simply says, saying is this. Since we are spirit, soul, body. The first phase or aspect of our being is spirit. God is spirit. We are spirit. Therefore, just like God, the spiritual part of us is perfect, whole, and complete. The spirit part of us has never been sick, never been broke, never aged, uh, never gone through what we call dramas and traumas. The spirit is always in integrity because the spirit is unchangeable. It's permanent. It's eternal. It's enduring. That's why we can tell people that beyond what you are physically dealing with, the truth about you is you're perfect, whole, and complete. Because the truth about every person is that they are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. Now, when we grasp that concept, then the mind starts to connect with the wholeness that we are, and it expresses through our bodies. But we have to make sure that we grasp the first part and really, really, really ground ourselves in the understanding of I am made in the image and likeness of God. I am spirit. The spiritual aspect of me is perfect, whole, and complete. The spiritual part of me is the real me. As it states in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. It's the realization that you are a spiritual being. Uh, uh, The founder of Christ Universal Temple, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, used to like to say, you're an idea walking around in the mind of God. That was her way of reminding us that who you think you are is not who you really are. It's just an aspect of who you are. But your true nature has nothing to do with your gender, with your race, with your background, with your finances, with your nationality, and all of these type of things that we try to wrap our personalities around. Our personality is changeable. Personality comes and goes. Personality is an aspect of how we encounter and deal with the three-dimensional world. But there's an aspect of us that transcends the five senses. There's an aspect of us that transcends thought. There's an aspect of us that transcends belief. That, That aspect is God expressing as you. We are divine expressions of the one mind, the one life, the one intelligence the one source, and we call that source life, power, presence, God. We have to really, really zero down on the truth about man. Why can't I change a body that is expressing in harmony into a body that's expressing harmony? 
because harmony is the truth about me and my body can reflect that. We'll get into that shortly. But we have to remind ourselves consistently because we don't know the truth about ourselves. We'll fall for the okie doke and believe that these things outside of us have control over us when the power resides within us. Again, reading Frederick Bales from earlier where he states, there is a power within you. It can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring peace amid turmoil. It can bring success out of failure, victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. Now, Ernest Holmes says it this way, and this is beautiful. This is in the science of mind. He's talking about how Jesus taught this concept of our inner divinity. He says, this Jesus discovered and taught that whatever is true of man, of the reality of his nature, is the divine presence within him. Coupled with this dynamic realization, with this enlightened concept of deity, of placing God at the center of his own being, was the realization of an absolute law obeying his will when this will was in harmony with the spirit of truth. He says this concept of God and man, and then the relationship between them places the philosophy of Jesus in a different category from that of other teachers. Christ is the image of God, the likeness of the Father, the Son of the universe, the man that spirit conceives. Christ is not limited to any person, nor does he appear in only one age. He is as eternal as God. He is God's idea of himself, his own self-knowingness. So when we realize that my true nature is Christ or the anointed or the appointed or God's idea of itself, that that idea wasn't limited to Jesus. Jesus fully expressed what was already within him. And then he said, follow me. Then he said, these works I do, you can do, and even greater works than these. How could he say that? Because he knew the possibility of humankind. Now, I would like to hear your thoughts. We still have to talk about soul and body. But I would like for you to call in to 888-558-6489. So we can discuss the truth about man, the truth about humanity, and discover and know that when we realize the truth about ourselves, it changes everything. Also, I just want to remind you that this station is supported by your donations. So if you're listening to this show or you're listening to other shows and you feel as though these shows are adding value to your soul growth, make sure that you are clicking on the donate button and giving whatever you feel as though spirit is leading you. But also realize that not only are you being blessed by your giving, but you're also being a blessing for others so others can Learn about this truth that can transform their lives. Make sure you check out the Unity Cruise in November. Log on to unity.fm forward slash cruise and call the number if you need to ask questions or send them an email or if you just want to register to do so. Make sure you let them know that Reverend Galen sent you. For those who want to see me in the Chicagoland area, I teach a, uh, a class in the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. The book I'm teaching is The Three Laws of Performance. Come and check it out. It's on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. Also, I'll be speaking at the Panorama of Truth in, in Toronto, Canada. You can go to ufbl.org to find out more information about that. And I'll be speaking tonight at the Wednesday evening service at Christ Universal Temple at 7 p.m. When we come back, we'll discuss more of uh, Talk Truth Transforms. We'll be back shortly. God bless you. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity. 
a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. Unity Online Radio is turning five this year, and we're throwing the biggest bash of all. A cruise to the Caribbean, November 10th through 17th, 2012. We'll celebrate in style aboard Holland America Line's Eurodam, with sunshine, fine dining, and a selection of island excursions at beautiful ports of call in the Eastern Caribbean. Plus, feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation. Your favorite host will be there, and we hope you join us too as we celebrate five years of spiritual programming at Unity Online Radio. For more information, go to www.unity.fm slash cruise. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and we're talking about spiritual healing, the what and the how. This is the second lesson in a seven-week series. Today, we're talking about the truth about man, the truth about humanity, being made in the image likeness of God. So what we want to make sure that we do is cover the fundamentals so as we go forward, we know what we're dealing with. So I would like to hear from you. So if you have the opportunity, please call in with any questions or comments to 888-558-6489. Again, that's 888-558-6489. Now, before the break, we were talking about spirit. We said that, that man is a threefold being, and we talked about the spirit being the image likeness of God. Now we're going to talk about the soul, because I think it's important for us to realize that as threefold beings, different aspects function different ways. And in New Thought, or at least in the brand of New Thought that is espoused by the Charles and Myrtle Fillmore brand of New Thought, some people call it Fillmorean, um, we use different terminology or unity metaphysics. Uh, soul is considered awareness of being, awareness of being. It also means the entire mind or the totality of consciousness. So as we understand how the soul works, it'll help us with uh, our realization of how to bring forth healing in our lives. Now, according to the foundations of unity, um, the soul, as I stated before, is the awareness of being. It is self-consciousness, our individual awareness of existence, the phase of our being that says, I am and I will. Within the soul, there is what we call the superconscious mind or Christ mind, the conscious mind or some people call it the objective mind, and then the subconscious mind, and some people call that the subjective mind. Now, let's break that down. What does that look like? The superconscious mind or Christ mind, we say, is 
the aspect within our souls that already knows its oneness with God. It's that aspect of us we call the realm of divine ideas individually expressing through us. It is that, I call it the hookup. It is that aspect of me that's already hooked up and knows its oneness with God. It is the it is how the, the spirit expresses the attributes of itself through the soul of man. Now, in the Bible, it's called many things. Uh, the secret place of the most high is taught. Uh, Jesus referred to when you when you pray, going to the closet, going to that deeper aspect of your mind. Uh, it, 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 many terms are used for it. But the main point of it is we have to remind ourselves consistently that. This kingdom of God consciousness, this Christ consciousness, this Christ awareness resides within us. But we're unaware of it mainly. Therefore, we don't benefit from the divine wisdom and power that reside within it. All of the life, all of the love, all of the power, all the wisdom, all of the substance, all of the peace reside within our souls as ideas in this superconscious realm of mind. Now, the conscious mind which is the intellect or the thinking phase, uh, is that aspect of us that chooses and analyzes and selects and decides. It does all of those things. Now, remember, we're still talking about soul because soul is awareness of being or totality of consciousness. And what the intellect or the thinking phase or the conscious mind does is it can turn to the superconscious mind for the pure inspiration of spirit it can go outside of itself in other words to seek what the world says about its subject or it can turn within to the subconscious mind which is the feeling nature and the and the part of our, our aspect of our being that deals with our attitudes and but mainly our unconscious beliefs uh emotions so memories and all of those things so many times when we are wrestling with something, we we go back to what do I feel about this? What do I know about this? What do I believe about this? What's my attitude towards? And we're doing this all this unconsciously. It's, it's almost automatic. Or we step outside of ourselves. What does the world say about this? Or we turn within, we pray, we meditate, we contemplate, and tap into this inner wisdom, this inner guidance, this higher level of awareness that we call superconscious. Or superconscious mind or superconsciousness that allows us to get the divine wisdom or release the healing power or or activate the prospering power of God in our lives. See, so it's, it is important that we realize that the soul can work with spirit or the or your physical uh, expressions in life. In other words, the soul has the ability to walk on both sides in the sense of the the things that show up in our in our physical lives are expressions of the soul but the soul can also turn within and contact spirit now the book says that the soul is man's consciousness this is out of the metaphysical bible dictionary soul is man's consciousness that which he has apprehended or developed out of spirit also, the impressions that he has received from the outer world. It goes on to say, talking about the conscious phase of mind. It said, it is through the conscious phase of mind, intellect, that we are able to think, to reason, to choose, to examine, to judge, to analyze, to will, to decide, to form, to deduct, to reject, to accept, and conclude. Hmm. Of the subconscious mind, it says that it is the realm of feeling, and it has been termed the subjective phase because it is subject to the thoughts received from the conscious phase of mind. The subconscious uses these thoughts as patterns to work by in bringing forth manifestations. Ah, it is the storehouse of memory acting as a reservoir of all thoughts, experiences, observations, inspirations, accumulated knowledge, emotions, moods, opinions, temperaments, beliefs that we term attitudes of mind. So when, we, when we're clear about what this is saying, the conscious phase of mind impresses 
the subconscious phase of mind. It is the subconscious phase of mind's job to manifest what it receives from the conscious phase of mind. We're going to deal with this later on some later shows when we start talking about actually how to work with prayer, how to work with spiritual mind treatment to bring about spiritual healing in our bodies. But it is important for you to realize that the subconscious mind is like a tape recorder and its job is to play back to us consistently what we think, what we believe, what we give our attention to, our attitudes, our emotions, our moods. See, that's why it's really important that we catch stuff in the, in the conscious phase of mind. And it's also equally important that when things are not expressing in our lives in, uh, in harmonious ways that we get back to the root cause and shift and transform the consciousness. Because just like cutting your grass, if you just mow the lawn and you mow over the dandelions, you can be guaranteed that those dandelions will grow back because you only cut off the stem. You have not pulled out the root or you've not put the weed be gone or the weed and feed down to kill the root. Well, that's how thoughts work. Those, we have some thoughts that are so deeply embedded in consciousness that we have to make sure that we pull them out of their root. Now, how do you pull them out of their root? We have some tools that we're going to be talking about um, during this show, but not today on the denials and affirmations. And I did that also during the Living From Your Power uh, series that was before this series. I believe it was the second show. So if you have the opportunity, make sure you listen to that because I really gave some good detail on denials and affirmations. But anyway, we have to pull them out of the root because these thoughts, these beliefs, these attitudes of mind – are many times inconsistent with the truth of our being. So if we are unaware of the healing power of God within us, then we will go forth living life, thinking thoughts, having beliefs, and a belief is just is only what you accept is true. We'll go through life expressing these beliefs and living a life based upon what we've been conditioned to think instead of our possibilities. It is important that we realize that. Again, I'm going to read Frederick Bale, where he said, there is a power within you. It can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring peace amid turmoil. It can bring success out of failure, victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness, out of loneliness. It will respond to you. Now, if we can grasp that, it will respond to you. Now, what is the it that will respond to you? The it is your true nature. The it is the self-expression of God. The it is the I am in you. The it is the image likeness of God. The it is God's idea of itself. The it is the indwelling Christ. The it is the spirit of truth that resides within you. The it is your own individual Christ in you, your hope of glory, your hope of what? Your hope of your own health, the hope of your own peace, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to make sure that we understand that this power resides within us consistently, consistently, consistently. Remind ourselves that the Christ is within me. The Christ is within me as my true nature. So when we realize that, we can go forward with the next steps. But if we don't understand the truth about God, which we talked about last week, and the truth about ourselves, we will get trapped in the mindset of thinking that we're only human, dealing with this human condition without realizing that we were born with power. We're powerhouses. But we have to live from the consciousness of a master to express mastery. I'm hoping that you're getting this. Now, in the book of Genesis, it states that the Lord God, anytime you read the Lord God metaphysically, that's talking about the indwelling presence of God. In Hebrew, it's, uh, the first chapter of Genesis is actually about 450 years uh, younger than the second chapter. 
but I'm not teaching a Bible lesson today. So the Lord God is Yahweh Elohim. But from a metaphysical standpoint, it's talking about the indwelling presence or God individualized as you and me. And it says that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils, and he became a living soul or a living being. This is talking about the aspect that we call soul. Now, again, these are allegories. Please do not take all of this stuff literally. This is, a, this is an allegorical way of explaining that the breath or the inspiration or the spirit, because breath, wind, spirit in Hebrew are all the same word, ruach. The inspiration of God flows through you, and that is what makes you a living soul or a living being. So it is important for you to know, it's important for you to realize that there is a spirit within you, and the spirit expresses through your soul, and your soul awareness will determine how you experience yourself as the presence and power of God in action. All right, now, I'm going to tap a little bit on the body, and we're going to deal with this mainly on the, during the last part of the show. The body is important because the body is the third phase of our being. And it is the vehicle through which spirit and soul expresses. The body, according to the body, to the body, uh, to the Bible, is the temple of the living God. The body, therefore, is an idea in God mind and is spiritual substance in form and shape embodying all the divine ideas. In the metaphysical Bible uh, dictionary, it states that the body is the material manifestation of the life principle. Now think about that. The body is the material manifestation of the life principle. So the life principle is God expressing activity, wholeness, energy, vigor. And the body is the manifestation of that. So while the body is always perfect in its original creation as a God idea, the appearance that the body takes on will be according to the use we make of divine ideas. This is important. In its physical form, the body is a marvelous instrument with a divine intelligence in every atom, cell, nerve, tissue, muscle, and bone. When the soul is not using divine ideas in the right way through the process of thinking, feeling, speaking, acting, and reacting, then it is the body that suffers. For chaotic, confused, unhappy, anxious, fearful states of mind interfere with this normal functioning of the body. So in other words, your body believes every word you say your body believes everything you think your body believes everything you feel your body believes every attitude of mind so this is saying to me at least that if i want to express harmony the first thing i need to do is have harmony in my soul because my body will express the in harmony in my soul if i allow that my body was created to work properly. Just grasp that. Your body was created to work properly. But through many of our choices, the way we think, the way we feel, the way we believe, along with the, some of the outer things that we do, we, we disrupt the natural harmony of the body. There's intelligence in every cell of the body. Think about that. There's intelligence in every cell of your body that every what I think someone wrote seven years you have a completely new body that millions of cells are lost every day in the shower or tub that the organs within you are regenerating themselves normally within the cycle of uh, a year to every couple of years new heart new lungs new everything so you say well, why how come this stuff is still expressing the same way it's the mental pattern that creates the new cell so the new cell is being created to be consistent with the cell previous to it so when the consciousness changes the cells change now we're going to go more into that when we come back from the break but again i would like to hear from you so please give me a call 
at 888-558-6489. And we'll be back shortly with Truth Transforms. Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org. Good parenting doesn't happen by default. It's intentional. It's a decision about who you'll be and what you'll do in your family life. Join your hosts, Reverends Jennifer and Ogan Holder, each week for Unity Family Matters as they guide you on a spiritual journey, creating conscious family life. Experience the light side of parenting, realizing your divine identity while raising your children to know they are the light of God. Gain insights based on unity principles. Talk with today's prominent experts in spiritual parenting and address your questions and comments from spiritual perspectives. Unity Family Matters, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. I'm your host, Reverend McDowell. And we're talking about spiritual healing the what and the how. Today's show is completely dedicated to the truth about man, the truth about humanity as the image likeness of God and how that relates to healing. Today we've been talking mainly about man is a threefold being, spirit, soul, body, and how that relates to healing. We were talking about healing before the break, uh, uh, especially uh, healing as it has to do or relates to the body. And I wanted to read some uh, another definition or a couple of other definitions for you because I want to make sure that you have a firm grasp on this. Um, again, for Foundations of Unity, it says, since it is the body that is most in- involved in needs for healing, it is important for us to understand what the body is and its place in the whole framework of life. Out of this understanding will come the right attitudes toward the body, which are necessary for maintenance of health. It should be remembered that the body outpictures the consciousness of the individual, the way he thinks and feels about himself. Charles Fillmore wrote in Adam Smash and Power of the Mind that the body of man is the visible record of his thoughts. It is the individual's interpretation of his identity and each individual shows in his body just what his views of man are that's strong that my body your body is the visible record of our thoughts now one of the things that i do want to let you know is that the body does not always only mean your physical organism 
The body can also mean anything that has to do with your physical environment. Your job can be your body. Your money can be your body. Uh, your home can be your body. Your relationships can be your body because they have to do with the they, they come in contact with the physical you. So anything that is a part of your self-expression is body, metaphysically speaking. But we're mainly focusing on today the actual physical body, the physical organism. Clara Palmer wrote in, you can be healed. Your body is a temple beautiful. It is the living temple of God. Every cell in your body should be radiant with light, love, and peace. When it is, you enjoy the perfect health that is God's will for you. The very joy of living animates you. You radiate the spirit of wholeness to others. So what she's saying is that when the consciousness is in alignment, the body is alive with the energy, the light, the love, and the peace. And things are working harmoniously because that is the way it was created to work. We're not trying to manufacture something that didn't uh, that is not already true about you or true about me or if you're praying for somebody else true about them again let's go back to spirit there's an aspect in every person that is the image and likeness of God and that aspect of every person's being is perfect whole and complete and it doesn't make a difference how they are expressing what their attitudes are, what they're doing physically. They could be the the craziest person, is what we call it, quote unquote, in 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 prison. But the truth about that person is, they're still an expression of God. Some people call it child of God. Some people call it image and likeness of God. It doesn't make a difference. They're still spiritual beings. They might be arresting their potential through the delusions and illusions of the persona. But it doesn't change the truth about them. Again, going back to the body, the body of each one of us is a temple of God because God's presence is within it as the life principle. That's the spirit. At the center of our being, the first phase of our threefold nature is God. This is where God as life, love, and intelligence resides and flows and sustains and maintains the body in other words the the soul ex, the soul expresses as body and the soul is maintained by spirit what does that look like in other words without the animating life principle flowing through the soul into the body the body is just an inanimate piece of matter You have to realize that the body has form, it has activity, and it has intelligence. Now, without the intelligence and activity, it's it's just flesh and bone. That's why when what we call when people make their transition, the body loses its functions to do anything because in and of itself, the body doesn't have intelligence and activity on its own. The intelligence that flows through every cell is the intelligence of God. The activity that flows through every cell is the activity of God because God is the one life. And God is the one life, the one spirit, the one principle, the one divine law flows through us and into our bodies and this intelligence maintains and sustains it. And with the soul and the body, which I'm not going to get into deeply, um, has that uh, 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 disconnect where the soul has done what it came here to do or for whatever reason disconnects from the body, then the body no longer functions. So we have to be clear that the body is the vehicle through which spirit soul expresses. It is the temple of the living God, but the body is completely at the effect level of life, not cause, not cause. The body is the substance, life, and intelligence of God manifested, but it is not cause. Spirit, spirit is your true nature. That's why you can be healed. 
spirit is your true nature. That's why your life can be transformed. Spirit is the truth about you, regardless of appearance. That's why it can change. As Myrtle Fillmore once wrote, if it doesn't measure up to the Christ standard of perfection, it can be changed. We have to remind ourselves of this truth over and over and over again. The truth about me is spiritual. I'm a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. I am the image and likeness of God. I'm the self-expression of God's life, love, of wisdom, power, and substance. I'm the peace of God in activity. Whatever it takes for you to remind yourself to look in the mirror and tell yourself, I behold the Christ in you. I salute the divinity within you. You're God's self-expression. You're God's perfect child. Whatever the term you need to use to wrap around your brain, I am a spiritual being. And the truth about me is that I am perfect, whole, and complete all the time. And there's never been a moment in eternity that I have not been. You say, but I'm not expressing that. Fine, and you'll never express it if you don't know the truth about it. If somebody left you uh, uh, $100 million in the bank and you didn't know that it was there as your inheritance, you could struggle to pay your rent when you have $100 million in the bank. Well, it's the same way with truth. This inheritance is already already within us, waiting for us to bring it into expression. That's really important. We have to remind ourselves consistently, consistently, consistently that the truth about God is the truth about me. The truth about God is the truth about me over and over again, because if we allow ourselves to believe anything else, it's a lie. Now, what about heredity? Because some people say, well, the reason why I'm expressing what I'm expressing is because my mama had it, my daddy had it, my grandparents had it. Back to foundations of unity. It says the belief in heredity as the determining factor of man's state of health keeps many persons in bondage to disease. Quoting Matthew 23, 9, it states, and call no man your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. This biblical statement emphasizes that man inherits his true being from God. As we are the offsprings of God, our true inheritance of life is from him or God. In truth, there is no such thing as a hereditary disease, and the appearance of such in the body are due to man's limited beliefs about his inheritance of life. If man is ignorant of the truth that God is his father and he insists upon claiming man as the source of his life, he limits the possibility of God's healing power working through him. Myrtle Fillmore found freedom from the belief in heredity as the determining factor of her health through grasping the idea. I am a child of God, and therefore, I do not inherit sickness. That's a powerful affirmation. I am a child of God, and therefore, I do not inherit sickness. Well, in closing, today's show was put together for you to really grasp the concept that you're made in the image and likeness of God. That the reason why you can be healed is because the truth about you is already whole. And when we have the understanding and the realization of there's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed, when we start focusing on what is right and what we want to express, create, or manifest in our lives, we then disappear the delusions and illusions of the illness, the diseases, and the other things that are expressed in our lives. You say, well, that's not possible. You don't know what I'm dealing with. Well, you're just listening to somebody who really believes with God all things are possible. That doesn't mean I have the consciousness of it yet. But with God, all things are possible. So keep listening to the show. We're going to cover prayer. We're going to talk about spiritual mind treatment. We're going to talk about really getting into the nuts and bolts of spiritual healing. These first two shows were about laying the foundation. Now, just as a reminder, these shows, again, are supported by your donations. 
So please make sure that if you're getting value from this show or from shows like this on Unity.fm that you support them with your donations. Also, make sure that you go on and click on uh, the Unity Cruise. Uh, Unity uh, Online Radio is going to the uh, Caribbean. And the hosts of the different shows, including me, will be teaching on the cruise. So you can get truth. You can get to the Bahamas and all the other stuff. Uh, beach and fun and water and all the other things that go along going on a cruise and be around spiritually enlightened people. Also, make sure that if you want to, if you live in the Chicagoland area, come to the Christ Universal Temple tonight, 7 p.m. to hear me speak. I'll be talking about Pharaoh releases the Israelites. We're going to be talking about the Red Sea experience and what that represents metaphysically and practically for our own lives. Also. I'll be speaking at the Panorama of Truth Conference uh, for the Universal Foundation for Better Living. So go to www.ufbeorg.org uh, for more information on that conference. Last but not least, just make sure that you stick with us on Unity Online Radio because we are here to be an empowering agent for humanity. Make sure that you listen as often as you can. Go back and replay the shows. Stick it out with us. Uh, because remember, God is doing a mighty work in you. God bless you, and I will talk to you next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Have you ever noticed that life is filled with amazing people? People who are passionate about being alive and fully engaged in living on purpose and with intention. Hi, I'm Jamie Sanders, host of Spirituality Today here on Unity Online Radio. Each week, we bring you an hour of inspiration and motivation to empower you to be the best you you can be. Listen in and open up as we present some of the most dynamic teachers, authors, musicians, and celebrities that are living the life extraordinaire. Spirituality Today, every Wednesday afternoon, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, where life is good, and so are you. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, If you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. turning five this year and we're throwing the biggest bash of all a cruise to the caribbean november 10 through 17 2012 we'll celebrate in style aboard holland america lines eurodam with sunshine fine dining and a selection of island excursions at beautiful ports of call in the eastern caribbean plus feed your spirit with music message and meditation Your favorite hosts will be there, and we hope you will join us too as we celebrate five years of spiritual programming at Unity Online Radio. For more information, visit www.unity.fm forward slash cruise.
Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.